SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sportsbook Radio, lunchtime with the line makers, AM 1400 KSHP, and on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. All right, we got good stuff today. Chuck Esposito, Sunset Station, Station Casinos. Mike Lewis is going to join us from the Sun Coast, corner of Alta and Rampart. Two pretty sharp guys talk about another week 17 in the books and Stevie Slapshot is here we're all in Jared Goff may be out Brian uh, might not be able to make it we'll see all right I mean is that a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> it may not be so you're telling me there's a chance it may not be what did Wolford do I mean what he didn't you know, it wasn't sterling but he didn't make mistakes either I don't think yesterday for the Rams Wolford may, you know, that might not be a bad option for the Rams this week. All right. How was your weekend? Everything good? Everything was fine. Still kind of juggling grenades, but I got through it. I'm all right. I'm alive. Uh, hey, we got the numbers for the upcoming games. And you know what? Can we, uh, uh, you know what? Live radio. What yeah. the hell? It's instead of hand signals. Yeah. You're good at this. The computer froze. All right. Yeah. Let's see what I can do. Yeah. Get the hell over here. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. We're we're out of the we're out of the gate. Stevie, Stevie saved my bacon this morning. So we do the first hour on the Sports Grid Radio Network, um, and we do it from the production studio, and then we're in the main studio here for uh, the second hour. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm I'm in the production studio, and Stevie's like, hey, uh, knucklehead, you're in the wrong studio. <laughs> I'm like, huh? What day? I. I don't know. That's a little I, scary, actually. I got to tell you, it made me feel good, though, Brian, because I've been that's been me for about two weeks now, maybe three weeks now. I'm, I'm trying to do like three different jobs uh, helping out a friend of mine. Um, and it just it's like, again, I feel like I'm juggling grenades with the pins out. By the way, what did you do that I didn't do? Uh, I did, there was, I'll, I'll show you during the break. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, yeah, see, I'll never get a job. <laughs> You know, uh, you're, you're flying a uh, 737 Max. All right. Like, hey, Stevie, uh, there's a mountain coming, yeah. and could you get over here? Yeah. <laughs> if you ever do get that job, I will take a, the bus or a train. <laughs> oh, I'm my goodness. Not getting on that plane, pal. All right. Anywho. So, uh, so week, week 17. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, by, by the way, I just wanted to, you know, make sure we're getting the word out. We're really excited. Coming on Thursday, uh the Sports Grid Radio Network, congrats to them. Uh, and we are going to be on Sirius Channel 204, of course, KSHP here. Uh, we do Vegas Hockey Hotline locally. Golden Knights Open training camp today. But I can't wait. Thursday morning, Bruce Marshall's going to uh, be on with us for that first show. Uh, and we're looking forward to that. It'll be a, be a fun day, man. We're looking forward to that. I, I think, you know, I mean, not that you can already with social media, but yapping to those folks afar, I think we're going to have a good time with it. Looking forward to it. Now, you said at some point there's going to be cameras. We're not starting with cameras on Thursday, are we? No. Uh, I called management at the Sports Radio Network, and 
Because what are we going to do with my mug? Well, no, that's what I, I was telling them. They're 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 looking for super industrial lenses. <laughs> to, to, if, if indeed it comes no, to that, yes, no. we're going to play it safe with I you. I would rather have real murky lenses. Super industrial doesn't. I mean, that that sounds like you're going to see more of what you don't want to see. By and our producer in New York, Chris Pavona, is a great guy. We've had fun with that, and it was all leading up to the serious 204 thing, which we think is going to be really cool. Is he going to be on camera if it's one in all in? Or, or Oh, I don't know. That's a good good question. Uh, well, I don't think so. Okay. I think he's... He, How do I change jobs with he him? Is, he doesn't get frazzled, but it's like... He, he, you think they're throwing darts at us? Yeah. I mean, his head's on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> his head is absolutely on a swivel. And, and we are pretty good dart throwers. Speaking of dart throwers, I talked to one of our good friends today, uh, Craig Mucklow over at... Uh, Don Best, who, by the way, I found out the hard way, played a game of darts in yeah. a bar with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, friendly, couple of bucks kind of thing, and they're uh-huh. all laughing at me. Go, what are you laughing at? And the guy's like a world-class dart player. Yeah. Also very good at pool. Um, he, he's he's, kinda, a, he's he, a hustler. He's, he's uh, I, I don't I don't know if that he direct, he, he could fire me. I, I, he, he does, he's, he's above me. I, I don't d- really directly answer to him, but. He, he, so anyway, we, we, we were over there playing pool one night at a bar, and he had had a few. And he, it was funny. His, his speech was a little slurred. He was a little tipsy. But he was still knocking down oh, every yeah. shot. Well, but it was a friend. There were like 10 guys there. And I go, oh, I'm going to go play Craig. And they're laughing. You know, so I don't know if it was 10 bucks or if it was a, for a beer or whatever. They're laughing like idiot. Like I'm walking into, you know, the meat grinder. And what's the game? I think we played the double in, double out, yeah. the 301. I, I know that game. I actually had, seriously, I had the dart in my hand, and I needed a double 16, and I had to beat him. Okay. And I missed. And then he, he comes back and beats me. Uh, anyway, the next four games, let me tell you something. Triple bullseyes, triple twenties. I was getting my head ripped off my shoulders, and then. But I'm going. If I'd have walked back and had won that first game, it might have been one of the crowning achievements of my life. He's got because I didn't know what I got myself into. <laughs> he, well, he got himself into some stuff over in the UK and pubs, and he's got some great stories. Well, may, if he comes on, we may get into some of that. It's fantastic. All right, we got great stories, and they start with Chuck Esposito next, talking about the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. It's got a name. Uh, there you go. Six games coming up. It's going to be great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can't wait for that. All right. Yes. Chuck's in a good mood, right? You would think. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, the Bears get in. They, they were competitive. That score with the Packers, by the way, nowhere near indicative of what that score was. And when you consider what Rodgers has done against Chicago over the years, for the Bears right. to hang in in that game, pretty right. impressive. So my buddy Chuck Esposito from Sunset Station, the STN mobile app, $100 sign-up bonus when you get the app. Um, he's in a good mood. And he, he's done so much. We're, we're dear friends. And I know he's there. He's got my back. He's done a lot for me, and I appreciate that. But I... I just wanted to say to you, buddy, I want to thank you one more time for doing something really cool for me. Uh, Henry Yokoharu scored on his first two shots in the blue-gold scrimmage this morning for the Sabres. Thanks for that trade, pal. 
<laughs> no worries, buddy. No worries at all. And the only reason, I know you're in a good mood about the Bears. So I throw that dart at you. They're in, bud. All I know is anytime an organization trades somebody, they know that guy more than anybody else does. So we will see if, <laughs> if, if it's a good trade or not. Yeah, you I, know, it, it's hard to judge it after, you know, uh, one uh, shortened season. So, uh a lot of guys score, uh, you know, in, uh, uh, before, <laughs> oh, before the season gets to be. Uh, oh no, this kid—he he, he, he had a nice year last year. No, he looks good. Yeah, I mean, he's a good—he's a good he young does, player. He does. Hey, uh, by yeah. the way, real quick, just to make sure we yap about this a little bit with you. Golden Knights open training camp today. NHL training camps all around the league. My God, kid, it's coming January thirteenth. Ain't that far away? No, but it's great. I mean, you know, we were excited when pro basketball came back, and you still got the college football national championship a week from today, but it's great to have hockey back. And um, just knowing that we're going to have Knights games, it just adds, you know, something else to, to the atmosphere in the book, especially with, you know, the night games and uh, all the props that we'll, we'll be able to put up. And, uh, again, you, you'll have it on your app. I mean, it's, a, it's such a great time to get the app with – pro basketball, you know, going on and, and college hoops and not that far away from tournaments there and uh, pro football playoffs. And then, of course, the start of uh, hockey in the night. It's a great time to get the app. And as you mentioned, a $100 sign-up bonus up to for uh, uh, for new guests. So get signed up. We'll get you signed up in a matter of minutes. All right, bud. Week 17, things of note we'll get to. And then a, a quick look ahead to Super Wild Card Weekend. But for starters, the, the words week 17, do they make you personally cringe? Because it was one of those favorite days, 13 and 3, and you know uh, there's only so much you can do, and week 17 tends to be like that. Yeah, it does to some degree. It's almost like a, um, a preseason week, guys. Um, there, there's so much movement, and I think this year it was even magnified with the amount of guys that were out um, due to um, you know COVID restrictions. And um, it, there was just a, a lot of movement, um, you know, players being rested, guys that were hurt, and you heard rumblings about potentially coming back, um, the COVID issues. Um, the, there was a little bit more movement, I think, this week 17 than we've seen over the last few years, although usually you do see a lot more than you do, say, week 10. Um, but, uh, yeah, from our side of the counter, it's definitely uh, a little more, bit more cringeworthy than, um, than a normal Sunday. John Wolford caught my interest yesterday, Chuck. What the, this Seattle this Seattle Rams matchup? Um, Goff with the thumb may not be able to go. How big how big a difference is that between uh, Goff and Wolford uh, in, in hanging a number and a total on on this game with Wolford playing you know decent yesterday? What was this, what was he that did, discussion, Chuck? Uh, when you're doing the hot stove, you know, I mean, yeah. what, what do you think the drop off is from? I mean, we talked about it being, you know, anywhere in the three to six range. Um, I don't think it's quite on the high end of six just because, you know, golf hadn't played that well. He just lost to the Seahawks 20 to nine a few weeks ago. He made a number of bad decisions in that game. He slid, you know, after a long yeah. scramble when it, it looked like he obviously could have gotten a first down. So uh, you saw McVay yelling at him on the sideline. Uh, not that, you know, Wolford's going to step in and, and, and be, uh, you know, an all-pro quarterback off the bat, but I think there's a lot of uh, discontent with, with Goff there, and you've already heard rumblings of, you know, should they go after a Matt Ryan or a, a Matthew Stafford uh, as someone that can, you know, have a veteran quarterback that can produce back there because they seem to have all the other pieces in place um, except that quarterback. So, um, but, you know, it, it's still tough. I mean, I know there's no fans there, but it still is a tough place to play in Seattle, and you're asking a lot 
uh, for a young quarterback to go in there and, and duel with Russell Wilson and win. Um, but we did discuss that kind of at, at length. And you did see Goff kind of warming up on the sideline yesterday, but every all reports, at least early on, are that he appears to be extremely questionable at this point. Okay, Gase Marone, now Anthony Lynn uh, are relieved of their duties. But, uh, Chuck, I just want to ask you, the, the fewer that's out there, uh, social media during the game. I mean, Michaels and Collinsworth were dealing with it last night. You know, when we're talking about betting, I mean, beyond that, the league has to be really concerned about the stunt that Peterson pulled last night from an integrity aspect because that's a winnable game. Fourth and fourth, he, he doesn't kick the field goal to tie, and then all of a sudden he brings Sudfeld in, and this kid's the future when who's kidding who? Every, a chance for this kid to go down and win a game, that's good for him to learn that for the future. That, that just looked bad on a lot of fronts. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, B. We, we talked about it a lot last night uh, at length internally. And, you know, even not only did you have Michaels and Collinsworth weigh in, you had Sal Powell last night say say something on, on a later version of ESPN, and you had Chris Mortensen this morning. Um, I know Peterson has said, you know, we were trying to win, but even listening to Alex Smith's comments after the game when he said, you know, he didn't understand it unless there was an injury or something else. And, and just his quote was that, Jalen Hurts is a big play or a game-changing play away from happening at any time. And that wasn't the case with when they took him out. Um, you know, I, I, I was surprised they didn't kick the field goal. And to take him out, especially with not dressing Wentz, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Don't understand the thought process. But, hey, you know, I, I think the NFL should at least look into it and deal with it. But it was kind of surprising from uh, uh, from that standpoint. Would have liked to have seen Hurst have an opportunity to, to win that game. They were in that game the entire game. And uh, to take him out with a score 17-14, understood he wanted to get another kid some uh, look. But that kid's an unrestricted free agent who's not going to be there next year. Uh, so to, to say he was trying to, to win with him, uh, I think it raised a lot of question marks across the board. All right, Chuck, I know it's not the way you wanted to get in, but I, the Bears played their lungs out against the Packers. The score's not indicative of how the game was played. Bottom line is you're in. Start of a new season. Biggest number this week is New Orleans laying in 9.5 to the Bears. Uh, total, we'll call it 48 is the Nevada consensus. But, Chuck, I, I, there's, I really believe Chicago's in here with more than a puncher's chance. I, I think this defense, obviously they're going to have to win the turnover battle. But I, I, I think that number's a little on the salty side. I think it's too high. You know, I think with um, the injury to Roquan Smith yesterday, and, and it, it looks like he might be out, he really is has become the young leader on that defense. I know Trevathan uh, gets a lot of attention, and so does Khalil Mack. But you look at this kid, he should have been a pro bowler. I mean, he led the league in tackles, or I think he was in the top three. And without him... And if Mooney doesn't play, who is emerging as a as a great target opposite Allen Robinson, I think it really hurts the Bears a lot. I mean, they did lose to the Saints during the regular season in Chicago, 26-23 in overtime, and that was Nick Foles. Um, still not crazy about their offensive play calling, and that defense of that bend-don't-break uh, really raises some question marks, guys. We'll see if Michael Thomas is back or not. Might be a big number, but just don't know if the Bears have enough um, you know, to, to really be in this game. like to see him make it a close game, but, uh, I mean, if you're Drabisky, this could be your last game with the Bears. I think you really want to go out and, and try to prove something if that's the case. All right, but I know it's a very busy Monday, but six playoff games this weekend. You're going to be busy, bud. Saddle up. I, 
Love it, guys, man. Love Wild Card Weekend, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Friday, B. We'll be out there, Chuck. Thank you. We'll be out at Sunset Station on Friday. Thanks to Chuck helping us jumpstart the brand-new week. Mike Lewis from the Suncoast join us in the next segment. Don't forget our friends over at John Smith Subs tomorrow. Buy one sub, get one free. Any size sub, 9701 West Flamingo. And our friends at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. What a cool place. Everybody knows your name when you walk in there. Great food, great drink, uh, good fun over at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. Mike Lewis coming up next on Sportsbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with you here, Sportsbook Radio. Lunchtime with the line makers. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Don't forget, we're jacked up, man. Uh, good luck to everybody on the network. But Sirius 204 starts on Thursday. We'll have some good fun with that. Uh, we love Mondays. Mike Lewis joins us from the Suncoast Corner Alter and Rampart. Uh, the Be Connected Sports mobile app. They've got uh, the Boyd mobile app. Really pretty swank on the sports and the race side. Mike is kind enough to join us on a Monday. Are you ready for Super Wild Card Weekend? We got a new name. Yeah, nice name, and uh, yeah, I'm ready for it. It's uh, it's going to be good to see uh, you know playoff football. Week 17, uh, some crazy things. Tennessee again, Houston. What is going on in the NFL these days? You know, the team's got like 19 seconds at their own 25. How do these guys let guys get behind them when that's basically all you can do? Yeah, that was uh, that was a head scratcher, and uh, you know, Houston played so well all uh, all game, and they you know they gave they gave the effort which you knew they would after uh, JJ Watt laid into his team after last week's uh, performance. But uh, I, I really have no clue how you let a guy get uh, uh, behind you, and it just uh, I guess it sums up what uh, the Texans' whole season was, and we'll see uh, what direction they move in. With uh, with uh, get bringing in a new coach this year. Well, and you know, listen, I mean, it has an impact on the playoffs, and we'll see how it all pans out. And sometimes be careful what you wish for. But the way it fell, I'm sitting there as a Bills fan. I'm going, oh boy, they they're going to play Tennessee. Tennessee wins the game, so now the Bills get Indy, and like the two teams, like like you better be careful bumping into these guys. To me, were Tennessee and Baltimore, and now they're playing each other. I mean, what a wild game that should be. And you're getting Derrick Henry and three and a half points in a playoff game at home. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, out of all the matchups there is, I think this is the one game that I really want to see is Baltimore and Tennessee. Uh, both these teams are uh, built for the playoffs. Uh, you know, Tennessee knows Baltimore. They 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 know that offense, and we've seen it before. Where you know you get to the playoffs and uh, you, you scheme just for uh, Lamar Jackson, and you really uh, put them in difficult situations and. For Tennessee, who uh, made a big run last year at it, uh, being a home dog, it's uh, yeah, it, it's kind of enticing. I gotta believe that one. Do you agree with us, Stevie? I mean, it's sitting at three and a half. That's got to vaporize. I mean, it's got to come to three. I already took the three and a half. Because yeah, well, the hook gonna, it's gonna th- disappear. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna, it, I believe. I, I I agree with you. So I took the three and a half. And the total could go higher, Mike. We're seeing what fifty-four and a half and fifty-five. If the weather is good, Tennessee can't stop anybody. But they can yeah. score. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I saw that total, I'm like, okay, well, 
you know, you, you just flash back to the last year or two, and you you, you know, you, you say these two teams are going to meet in the playoffs, and you're, you're going to see a total in the 50s. You think we were nuts? Uh, you know, it's the, the norm it, now. It, it is the norm, and it's tough to play unders in the NFL. But this is uh, you but know, this is the playoffs, so we'll see if the defenses step up. The Tennessee's defense must uh, show up and play a lot better than uh, they have, and. Uh, we'll see what they uh, come up with uh, against Lamar Jackson. And, you know, I think the whole key, uh, whenever you play the Ravens, is, uh, you know, Jackson, uh, he make him beat you with his arm. And if he does, good on him. But, uh, you know, you have, to keep, uh, you have to keep him in the pocket. An interesting one is the get-out game for the weekend. Cleveland-Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's four. A few four-and-a-halves are out there. Total on the game is 46-and-a-half. So, People look at this last game and they say, oh, well, you know, Cleveland was life and death to beat Pittsburgh and their backups. And they look at that and then try to apply it to this week. I, I mean, you know, sometimes when you're picking games, you know, you got to be half shrink. And I think Cleveland had all the weight of the world on them yesterday to not blow the opportunity against Pittsburgh's backups. Now they get in. This season is a raucous success for Cleveland, no matter what's, uh, what happens. They could come in here free and easy and lose as a goose. Yeah, they're playing with house money. I mean, they, they made the playoffs. Uh, you know, the, the Steelers are the uh, division winners. Uh, they get all their guys back. They're, you know, Cleveland's not supposed to win. Let's just go out there and let's, let's throw the entire playbook at them. Uh, I guarantee Cleveland's going to have some wrinkles that they haven't shown yet. Uh, uh, this season, and uh, you know that's what uh, you know, with with the talent they do they do have. I mean, you know they have a great running game. They have some big time receivers, and uh, you know Mayfield. We know that uh, when he's on, he's a very good quarterback. And uh, the rivalry also helps. You know they 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 dislike each other. And uh, you know even though Pittsburgh's record is uh, a very good record, you know they've finished twelve and four uh, coming down the stretch. They they didn't look like a, a twelve and four team. Offensively, Pittsburgh does not wow me at all, Mike. I, I think this is going to be a heck of a game. I don't. I think the number and the total is about right. I don't have an opinion either way on those numbers, but I can't wait to watch this game. Uh, I know Brian's rooting for Pittsburgh because it's a better matchup for the Bills going forward. I like this Cleveland team. I love what Stefanski has done here, and I'm going to be I'm going to be rooting for them a little bit. I I just I'm really impressed. I hope with, they go with the two-headed monster. I think that's the best way for them uh, to beat Pittsburgh. I hope I see a, a lot of running game from Cleveland. Yeah, you know you you want to keep the ball away from uh, Big Ben as much as you can. You want to control the the clock and. Uh, uh, as I said, I think you're going to see a couple of wrinkles out of the Browns and show you, uh, you know, a couple of trick plays that you haven't seen yet that uh, uh, try to get Pittsburgh off guard and uh, maybe put up an easy seven. Uh, I think it's going to be a very good game, and Cleveland has uh, has no reason to go there and be uptight. It's just uh, let's go out there and let's fly and let's uh, let's just have fun. And uh, I think Cleveland. Uh, uh, we'll give Pittsburgh uh, pretty much a, a, a real test, and if Big Ben isn't uh, better than he has been in uh, his recent few games, uh, it could be an interesting, uh, interesting outcome. I'm looking at the get-out game Saturday, and I think it's kind of a correlated deal. I mean, it could be Tampa in the over, if that's what you like. Uh, if it's Washington, I've got to believe it's a dead-under game, and that defense is really, really, really good. Brady's been lighting up bad teams, and you sit there and say, well, Washington's not, no great shakes, but we've been saying for 10 weeks, 
you know, we laugh at them all year long. Don't be surprised if the uh, NFC East champ goes in there and makes a little bit of noise. Interesting matchup. I mean, I don't know that Brady's going to have the time to be, you know, looking to throw the deep ball against these guys. I, I think it's an intriguing game. It is. Washington's going to have to get pressure on them. And, uh, uh, you know, their offense is starting to click now. Uh, but, you know, the Brady's had time to sit back there and just uh, pick teams apart. He's not going to have as much time. Uh, I guess the big question is, can Washington uh, move the ball on Tampa? Tampa's defense isn't a great defense, so can they uh, can they keep the ball away from Brady? I mean, that's that's the key. Can they uh, get a run game established? Can they uh, uh, convert their third downs, which will be a huge uh, a, a huge stat in this game? And I think if Washington can uh, have success converting third downs and and win the win the uh, time of possession, then I think uh, you know they they have a shot to at least cover this big spread because uh, you know Tampa Tampa's going to score, but uh, you know they're also going to be able to give up points because their defense just hasn't uh, hasn't played great this year. So it's up to Washington to uh, uh, play keep away from Tom Brady. I love the Washington football team story. Ron Rivera, Alex Smith. That defense is fantastic this year. I've got Tampa. I'm, I'm, I've already laid the eight, um, and I took uh, a 14 to one uh, to win the Super Bowl on Tampa when the uh, when the odds came up last night. I, I just think that that Washington's overmatched here. Now Brian's right; their defense is really, really good. They could keep this inside the number. Tampa has really played well. Uh, Antonio Brown's getting better with with each week. Uh, Brady's spreading the ball around. They look good to me. Uh, I think Tampa gets the victory here and covers the number. Hey, Mike, what was your reaction watching um, the game last night with Peterson in the Eagles? That was that was pretty squirrely, man. Yeah, I had a couple different takes on it. I, the, the, the first take is, uh, you know, it, you, you got a young quarterback that you drafted pretty high in Jalen Hurts. Uh, he was a short hop pass away from you guys actually being in the lead, and if you would have just kicked the field goal, you would have been tied. So why are you yanking them now? I mean, it's not. I mean, if they were down by three touchdowns, okay, whatever. There's, there's no, the there's game. no way, Mike. There's no way he can justify that. Well, we he wanted can. to get Sudfeld some work. Wait a second. Well, there's okay. no reason to get him work because no. he's not even going to be on your team. He's not even going to be there. And oh, by the way, if, if you're really doing due diligence for your organization and for the league. Is it, this is a good learning experience for this guy to be playing in the fourth quarter of a winnable game and learn how to drive a team down and win a game. There, there, there is no argument for that. No, I mean Jalen Hurts. This is the situation that you can't, uh, you can't really replicate in practice. I mean, this is this is this is a perfect learning thing, especially if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna make a decision, you know, is Jalen Hurts our quarterback of the future? This is the perfect situation you want him to be in. So there, there really was no reason. The two thoughts I had when this game was over: one, you know, even though Peterson uh, got the, uh, you know, the approval that says he's going to be coming back, uh, I, I just thought if I was the GM, I may want to rethink that. And second, uh, you know, on, on the Giants' part, yeah, you could be mad, you could be pissed, but uh, once again, you know, you, you have to take care of your own business. And if you would have won one of them other games that you uh, you blew, then uh, you know you wouldn't have had to worry about this situation. Mike, uh, I I just want to throw in, it could be the GM that had Peterson play this game the way he did. I'm going to go Oliver Stone and think maybe it's above Peterson as to way this the way this game was played. Yeah, I, I you know I just. You look at it and you're like, what? 
I just, I, 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 don't, I just don't know why you would want one team in and one team out uh, when you're when they're your division rival anyways. It just uh, and they said it on the on the broadcast. What if this uh, was Dallas getting in or out? What would uh, the Twitter respond? Oh that? yeah, amen to that. You know that for a fact. All right, we're gonna take a timeout. We're coming right back. Mike Lewis from the Sun Coast is with us. Hey, we're gonna talk a little hockey too. Uh, World Junior Semis this afternoon. Can't wait to watch that. Training camp's opening all around the NHL. Back with you in a moment on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're back. Sportsbook Radio. Lunchtime with the linemakers. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Mike Lewis from the Suncoast. Corner of Alton Rampart. Racing Sportsbook director there. Does a great job. Cool place. Uh, you come in from out of town. Check it out, man. I'm, I, I say this all the time. You're coming in from out of town. Consider staying at a local's joint. You can still get around and see all the stuff. Coast, man. A lot of great restaurants in there, Brian. Oh, that's a good place like to go. The seafood joint stuff. Yeah. Briggs. Real good. All right. Michael Lewis is with us. Michael, uh, I can't wait. I usually can't wait. I enjoy coming to work. I enjoy doing a radio show, but I also do a cartwheel when it's over. And I'm, ex- I'm especially, well, I, I get my life back. <laughs> no, well, you don't. I mean, the listeners are happy, what, too. What life? Yeah, well, <laughs> but I will be doing the uh, start of Le Mans. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the end of this, I'm going home. We got the World Juniors, the semifinals, Canada, Russia, three o'clock our time, uh, followed by U.S. and Finland, and you know now now we're down to brass tacks. Th- these these are the real McCoy teams, and these should be fun, entertaining, physical, high octane games. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, these games, especially the first game, Canada and. Uh, in Russia, uh, you know, Russia started out a little slow, but uh, they finally uh, picked up the offense a little bit. Ru- and, Russia uh, has the edge in goal, Mike. I mean, I'm telling you, Canada is an all-star team, and they're big and physical. Um, but you know, Russia comes in, and you, you, I, five minutes into the first prelim game, you sent me a text going, "There are going to be about eight, eight, nine teams that are going to rue the day they didn't draft Askarov." Yeah, uh, you know, you look at you look at Askarov's stats in the uh, so far. You know, his save percentage is almost 920. Uh, goals against is uh, 2.2, which you know, uh, Canada's goalder, goalie uh, Levi is just playing insane. But the one thing you have to know about Askarov, he's faced uh, the second most shots in this tournament than any goalie, and uh, the only goalie that faced more was. Uh, Austria's goalie, and uh, you know, th- you know that was Austria, and they were giving up 60 shots a game. So uh, Ascroft's facing more uh, pucks than uh, any of the goalies left in this tournament, and uh, he's uh, he's he's really uh, stood on his head. And with Russia coming down and uh, actually picking up their offense, uh, Larionov has finally got uh, his guys to play a little more north-south, and uh, they're playing very well. And hey, this is going to be a really great game. I can't wait to see. Uh, these two teams go at it and uh, see what Askarov can do against uh, this highly powered uh, Canadian team. The funny thing is, I believe we can draw a little correlation to how the start of the NHL season will go. Uh, because you you think back, Mike, you tell me I'm wrong, because I know you watched all these games. But in the beginning, and I'm watching 
And I'm like, oh, okay, that kid looks good, or he's he's not as good as I thought. And you're watching, and they're all their kids. And you're, you're and then I'm like, hey, wait a minute, dope. These kids have not played a hockey game since February, some of them. And now by the end of the tournament, you're sitting there going, oh, my God, look at him. I mean, you're, you're watching individual guys that you're focusing on grow and grow and grow right before your eyes just because they're getting back out there and competing again. And then the teams are now getting chemistry, so the game should be phenomenal. Oh, the, the, the games, the teams, and the individual players have gotten far better uh, – uh, the last uh, last time out than what we saw uh, in the preliminary round or even in the uh, the one uh, practice game that uh, some of these teams had. Uh, you know, case in point, Vasily uh, Potkolzin, mm-hmm. uh, high draft pick from uh, a year ago. Uh, you know, that, that first couple games he was invisible. invisible. And I'm like, this guy just may not make it. I don't know. And then... He has turned into a, the leader <laughs> on he's Russia. A, he's a tank. He, he, is, he is in on everything. Yeah. Uh, and he's really, once he turned it on is when Russia really started playing really good hockey. And, uh, you can say a lot, you know, that about a lot of players. I well, mean, again, the U S uh, side Zegris has looked great from day one. Yes, he has But the, the guy, the guy who all of a sudden is like really noticeable. Now, uh, you're starting to see the Turk guy. And, and honestly, in the beginning one guy I was watching, watch him tonight, because I think he's actually, he played, I thought he was. Literally, I thought he may have been U.S.'s best player watching the game the other night, and that was not what a jaundiced eye uh, was. This Ryan Johnson, the defenseman. Uh, yeah, he's playing he, really well. He, I'm going, you know, he's a low first round pick for the Sabres two years ago, so I'm focusing on him. Well, yeah, you know, I'm watching him. I'm telling you, as this tournament's gone on, I'm like, okay, now I see what they were looking at. But the other night, he was in his own end, boom, out of the zone like nothing. And jumping in the play, and like he looks like five times the player he did at the start of the tournament. Yeah, a lot of these guys. I mean, Matthew Boldy has stepped up for U.S. He's playing really well. Uh, you know, we've talked about you and I have talked about what Tim Stutzel did with Germany. Uh, he's now in Ottawa, and you know, I think after this tournament, there's no doubt that he's going to be in Ottawa starting lineup. Playing uh, with? Can it, you imagine him on a line with Kachuk? Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a you know. This this kid's a real player. I mean, he was just he was phenomenal on an understaffed, a really a one line team because Germany, besides their top line was Stutzel, Paterka, and Elias. They that was it. That's all they had. They scored ninety percent of their goals. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah they together they had like sixteen points between the three of them, and that 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 was their team. And uh, it's going to be interesting. How you know. Canada is loaded, 21st-round draft picks on this team. And, uh, you know, your guy Dylan Cousins is playing great. Uh, he's a beast, uh, isn't he? He is. He's a, he's a big boy. Uh, Quentin Byfield showing his size. and st- I mean, all these guys have taken a massive leap from the first game until now. I mean, these guys are playing real hockey. And you're right. I think it will translate in the NHL also. I think you'll see uh, good good effort in that. But uh, the, the Christmas Chris, – of passes and everything else and the in the shots on goal i think it's going to take uh, even nhl teams about two weeks before uh you start settling in and seeing uh what these guys can do you know what i can't wait to watch stevie is to see i think some of these guys are in peyton krebs for the golden knights has been one of canada's most consistent players from day one i can't wait to see when this thing ends the experience that these guys are gaining here 
and if they're actually getting a running head start, and if more guys will actually make NHL rosters as a result of the timing of the event. I was thinking the same thing as I'm watching Byfield. Uh, I just mentioned him. Byfield is a king, right? Yeah. Yes. I, 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 you know what? I, I got to tell you, I don't know how good Los Angeles will be this year. They, they still have quick in goal. Those guys get up and down the ice under McClellan. They're going to be fun to watch, they no matter compete, what their record they compete, is. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that uh, I, uh, it concerns me is these guys. You know, the, the Krebs and Cousins and. Uh, Byfields and you know the rest of the the Canadian team and U.S. team for that matter, uh, you know when this tournament is over they go back to their teams, but someone like a Krebs and Byfield and these guys uh, coming from Canada here, quarantine. they're, they're going to have to quarantine for like ten days yeah, before I mean, they can start practicing, and by then the season's already began. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, I think the luxury they'll have is to ease them back in with the taxi squad where they can get some work and then. So maybe their debuts come maybe the third, you know, second, third, fourth game of the year. But yeah. um, no, we'll see how these kids fare. But it's been another. It started kind of goofy and slow, and then it was the the haves and the have-nots. But it's gotten really, really good now. And I I, th- I think the the thing that maybe set it alight a little bit, Mike, was the fact that they just had been playing games, you know. Right. And you know, you had goofy things where Germany's in there with 14 guys skating against 23. You know, but it's good stuff. We'll watch that today. And now the NHL, the news and notes around the league, camps open. I think deals are going to start to pop here a little bit. Uh, but it's good to know that all the teams are out there. And uh, what are we looking at, Mike? Uh, about uh, 13 days, right? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, one quick thing before we get in the NHL, you know, we're talking about Peyton Krebs. The one thing I uh, that's really caught my attention, you know, he's playing uh, an off wing. He's not going to do that in Vegas. He's either going to be on the strong side or he's going to play center. Uh, but the one thing is he is uh, the number one face-off guy for Team Canada, winning almost 67%. Oh, by the way, draws. what in, in, the, in the first three years of the Golden Knights' existence, and you can't, you can't poke at a lot of things. I mean, it's an expansion team that went to the finals, a team that could contend. You know, they didn't. They haven't won the ultimate prize. But there are very few things on ice you could be critical of with this team. But if they had one major weakness, you know what it is. You just nailed it. Exactly. It was in the face-off circle. They didn't have anyone that could win a big face-off. And uh, to see Pey- Peyton Krebs come in and not, you know, he's not playing center. He's playing a position he doesn't play. Uh, but when he does take face-offs, he's, uh, the, he's, he's been Canada's best face-off man. And uh, that, that goes really well when uh, he ends up with, uh, with Vegas. And, uh, you know, possibly, uh, you know, they, maybe they give him a shot playing center uh, when he comes back instead of his strong side. But uh, he won't be playing on the weak side when he gets here. I had mentioned to Stevie in the first hour, Mike, it's like, you know, even through the pandemic and all the goofball stuff, this football season flew by. <laughs> I mean, I, at least it felt that way to me. What was it like for you? Yeah, you know, when you get to week 17, you think back at it. And I just, I think it flew by mostly because we had so many other things going on, uh, you know, inside of sports and just what's going around the country and everything else. I mean, it just, there, it, uh, you know, there was so much activity, whether sports related or not, that, uh uh, you know, you, you, our full attention usually is on football when we get to this time of year. Uh, but this year we had a lot of other things going on uh, in our lives. So I think it just, uh, you know, it sort of just went by us without us actually uh, 
you know, spending as much time and energy we usually do during the football season. And by the way, you got you know, your little guys so cute. Um, have you, in the last 72 hours, been walking around in bare feet and found the odd missing Lego? Peace. I, I have not been walking around bare feet. It's like walking on coals over at that place. I, I, I have. Uh, I've had kicked about six different things and broke them and then have to try to figure out how to put them back together, but I have not stepped on any. Oh, man. Uh, hey, by the way, but I, I'm excited. Uh, golf returns this week. Kapalua, uh, fun event. Justin Thomas, defending champ. Shoffley won it two years ago, lost in a playoff last year. Interesting format because of the fewer amount of tournaments. They've invited the guys that won tournaments plus the top 30 that were in the Tour Championship. No cut. The PGA Tour is back every week. That's always a, a nice, fun start to a new season. It is. And you talk about coming back uh, with a vengeance. I mean, you know, look at the field that they got over there. I know. I mean, it's like it's the who's who. And, uh <laughs> It's, you know, let's not uh, ease our way back into it. It's like, uh, let's throw them all together. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of NASCAR. Let's have our biggest uh, biggest race, the first race of the year. This sport is in, in a final minute here, Mike. This golf is in a great place because you went, you went through eras, right, where guys, there were like the top two or three or maybe a, a Mickelson-Woods rivalry. They they're coming at you in waves now, Mike. There there are like twenty twenty five high end young fearless golfers that could be the next great thing. Yeah, there definitely could be. And you know, honestly, I don't think they're going to be. You know, there's going to be a bunch of great players. I don't think you're going to see uh, uh, one golfer run away from anything anymore because uh, just uh, the competition in these players are so many of them. I don't think you're going to see. You know. Well, I don't think you're going to see a Tiger Woods type of guy anymore just because of how good mm -hmm. the field has become. Uh, fun betting options, there's no doubt about that. We always remind people the Be Connected Sports Mobile app has the race and sports component to it and in-game wagering all over the place, all kinds of cool props. Mike, thanks for getting us going on a Monday, buddy. Have a good one. All right, you too, guys. All Thank right, we're coming right back. Uh, put you to work again, Stevie. Good. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, final couple of moments. Lunchtime with the line makers. Here on AM 1400 KSHB and on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Starting Series 204 on Thursday, which will be great fun. We're looking forward to that. I'm turning this into a... I just did it one day for a lark. You're coming through. With these final little two-minute segments at the end, we call it Stevie's Thoughts. You've been thinking pretty good. All right. Let me, let me give you a little heads up. Now, a lot of college football fans are going to know this guy. But he's from a smaller school. His name is Shea Wirtz. I think I got that right. S-H-A-I, a quarterback at Georgia Southern. Uh, while he's been there, he has run for 34 touchdowns. He's passed for 34 touchdowns. And he's accounted for almost 7,000 yards. That's running and passing. This guy will remind you of Jackson a little bit. He's going to Louisville. He's now transferring to Louisville. He had some injury issues this year at uh, Georgia Southern and and kind of fell out of fair there. He's transferring to Louisville. Watch for this kid next year. He's going to remind you of Jackson. 
and uh, Louisville could be high flying with this guy at the helm. I don't I don't know who's the incumbent at Louisville or if he's if the quarterback this year was I didn't really follow them that closely, so I don't know if he's going to have competition. But but if Wirtz can stay healthy and starts, uh, Louisville's going to put some points on the board, Brian. Uh, by the way, Bama Ohio State we get we get that matchup. Fields look good. Yeah, he did, and and apparently Jeff's fine according to Orion Day. Uh, I'm guessing he's he's not telling us what it was. It looked like a bag could be ribs, but apparently he'll be fine and play. I th- I think his NFL stock went up a little bit in that uh, in that last game. He he looked really good. I, what, what do you make of the number here? Uh, Bama seven seven and a half. Look at this total seventy five and a half. Yeah, I I don't again I. Don't, I'm not. If if I was going to do something, I'd go under. But that's tough. They're going to score some points. We know that. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not going to touch it. I, the side's a good number. If I did anything with it, I would bet the under on on the game. All right, man. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to hockey. Looking forward to golf. Looking forward to super wild card. <laughs> uh, come on, really? All right, good stuff. Thanks to our friends at the Sports Grid Radio Network. Locally, we're back at Vegas Hockey Land. And Jason Pothier, Super Live Live eyes, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Sports Grid.